I'm worried too. Because if Donald Trump isn't president, then what are we going to talk about? Like, what will our conversations even be? Because the only thing I've talked about for four years is Donald Trump. Every single day I tell someone, can you believe what Trump just said? My entire personality is hating Donald Trump. If he's gone, what am I supposed to do? Focus on my kids again? No thanks. I argue with my dad every day about Trump. Before this, we hadn't spoken in years. I used to watch civil rights videos and wonder what it would be like to live in those times. Now, thanks to Trump, I get it. What is the news even going to be about now? I am really worried for Rachel Maddow. Like, what is she even going to talk about? <laughs> That's good stuff. That is. My entire personality is hating Donald Trump. What am I going to do now? <laughs> there are people like that. <laughs> yeah, apparently. There are going to be like 110 people on Twitter on average. Total. So, if there's I, no Trump to, to yell about. I can't believe we actually have to address this, but uh, NPR covered it this morning. We get we get texts about it all the time. What if Trump won't leave? What if he refuses to leave? They have this conversation seriously among allegedly smart people on cable news channels and TV channels all the time. Yep. Here's what you need to know. One, Donald Trump would have to be insane to try to stay if he loses the election. I don't think he's insane. So that's where part of this breaks down is some of you actually believe he's insane. I don't know what indication you'd have that he's insane to the point that he would try to stay because it wouldn't work. You don't have the power. The power exists. You get to be in the office for a while, and then the power leaves you. Whoever is declared the winner with this election we're having a week from tomorrow will be president at noon on January 20th, no matter who it is. That person becomes president at that time. Right. If there is any dispute of any significance, the Supreme Court will rule on it nearly immediately. What? What if? And he, they will work very hard to have a good, solid uh, majority decision. We got the uh, the text. What if he disputes the election? Go ahead and dispute it the rest of your life. What you if do- I dispute the election? We would have the same standing. <laughs> the individual, me and Donald. the individual who's president, doesn't get to decide whether or not the election was legitimate or not. It's not their choice. Right. Right. And so the Supreme what if Court, by executive order he makes it his choice. <laughs> oh, checkmate! If indeed the Supreme Court rules, no, that uh, that count in Pennsylvania is fine. Trump lost; he's out. Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, will be Gonzo. One p.m. on inauguration day, the the Joint Chiefs will be like, we don't have to listen to the hotel guy anymore. Mitch McConnell. Will shake his waddle and say, well, thank goodness that's over. <laughs> Everybody will say, it's over. Trump would not, Mrs. Trump will say, I've had to go back to Manhattan, darling. And it would just, it's over. What if he calls up the Marines? He couldn't get the Marines on the phone any more than I could get the Marines on the phone when he's no longer president, <laughs> which is going to happen at noon on January 20th, no matter what. He gets a general on the line. Maybe he has their personal telephone number. The general will say, uh, uh, yes, sir, what is it? I want you to attack the White House. (laughs) How do you suppose those generals are going to react? See, here's the problem. I need you to explain to me what it would look like. Now, there's a wild scenario whereby out of legitimate, uh, you know, a feeling of being cheated or Trump's paranoia or or him wanting to maintain his brand as a I'm a winner or whatever. 
he rallies like 100,000 humans from around the country to come and ring the White House to protect him from being thrown out of Mm. power. That would be ugly, but it would still happen. It's extremely unlikely. He'd have to be insane, and but I the don't entire think he's insane. government would declare. We have, for the first time in this uh, since eighteen twelve, a squatter in the White House. We'll deal with it eventually. If and everybody would go about their business. If Trump loses, I actually think he's going to do the switcheroo for a lot of uh, your liberal media. I think he's going to give a, a relatively gracious speech about uh, Joe Biden and how he's going to work hard to make the transfer uh, easy and blah blah blah. And I think he's going to want to go out that way. I think that'd be that would help. He cares so much about his image. I think that's what would help his image the most. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Now, if nursing a grievance might drum up his speaking uh, popularity more, but I don't know. If it is cl- close and there are shenanigans, and you know Russia messed with the voter rolls, and uh, you know there are legitimate complaints, that's that's definitely going to make it harder. It's not yes. going to have anything to do with him leaving office or not. Well, the problem is you will hear there are legitimate complaints, uh, whether there are or not pushed by Russia and Iran and China and uh, evildoers amongst uh, our own people. So that's that's why I think a landslide would be good for yeah, the country in either direction. Now, the left yeah, would still yeah. have their panties just in a like one of those knots that only Greek fishermen know how to tie. That's how knotted their panties would be. But oh, you think Jeff Tubin was at full erection last week? Oh, my. That was utter. Hmm. Anyway, uh, yeah, that'll continue, and then Tifa will still try to burn Portland down on a nightly basis. Did you know that's still happening? Did you know that still happens every night in downtown Portland? Nobody's repeating, reporting on it anymore because it's boring. And, night after night? You know, night after if, night. If downtown Portland wants to put up with it, uh, put up with it. Um, uh, back to the uh, the election scenario. Ah, so, that's right. I, Trump barricading himself into the White House. <laughs> Armed to the teeth. If you want to drive him crazy, just say eight more years or 12 more years. Or 16 would do it good. You'd really drive him into the loony bin. Well, he'd have to be full on. You'd have to uh, commit him 5150 insane to try to stay. Yeah. Uh, well, especially given the makeup of the Supreme Court. I mean, if the court, as it's currently composed, including uh, Amy Coney Barrett, who will be a justice probably by midnight tonight, um, if they say, no, you lost, get out. Uh, he, yes, he would have to be deranged to attempt <laughs> to, quote unquote, stay in power, which, again, would result in him being dragged out of the place by the Secret Service on Inauguration Day. Because you're just an intruder. Right. And and the fact that, and I'm glad you played that clip, Michael, this this shows you how phony the lefty media is. Trump has openly joked about how he says he's not going to let go power to make them crazy. He's admitted it's a gag, and yet they they continue to breathlessly report that it might happen. I, hey, you you numbskull anchorettes and anchors on uh, on NPR, explain to me how that would go. I do have a legitimate concern that something hinky is going to happen with China or Russia or Iran or somebody uh, attacks in our election process um, on Election Day. It's conceivable, yeah. And uh, the stupid, stupid media. Yesterday, I was watching some uh, ABC this week. Well, I won't mention her name, but I think she's a moron. She fills, mention it! She fills in for George Stephanopoulos when he's not there. She just comes off as a moron to me. Well, An actual dumb person. What's what's her name? Like I don't not that I don't agree with her. I just think she's just a dumb a person. halfwit, dummy. That, that Martha Radich person. 
She just strikes me as a dumb person. Mm. And I know that's a mean thing to say. It is. It's cruel. I wish you hadn't said it. But anyway, um, uh, various reporting on how, uh, but there's no indication that they changed any votes or well, not yet. They're, they're, not gonna, they're waiting for election day. Yeah, they want the, they, won't they show want, their hand. They want as much chaos as possible. You think they showed us everything they're capable of the other day? Of course they didn't. And you know, I hope they're not capable of much. Right. But the assumption that they—that's all they've got, so we're okay. What? What? Yeah, I know. Just dumb. Um. If you are, and we become aware that some people are just utterly convinced that Trump will try to hang on to power, do us a favor, uh, play us out the scenario. What yeah, would it that, look like? I, like? I like that. That's a good idea. You can either email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. And if I'm wrong on this, I'll say I'm wrong. I failed to consider this. That's fine. I'm wrong on a regular basis. Uh, at least once a year. Uh, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Or if texting is more the way you swing, 415 295 KFTC. I do want to talk a little bit about opening schools and school lunch programs. Um, that's an interesting topic. Oh uh, yeah, at some point. Oh, oh, that's right. And one more thing on the misinformation deal and the foreign powers. Uh, we have more conservative listeners than liberals, which is fine. As a conservative, look, if somebody sends you something, a headline, a story, whatever, that just it seems perfect, it just. Really makes you excited. You just love it. You're going to own the libs. Do me a favor. Check the source. Figure out what is this website? How long Wait. How long has this Twitter account existed? That sort of thing. Don't be a dupe for the Chinese by sending crap around. All right? It doesn't do the country any good. And there are some of us, the vanishing few, who love our country more than a particular party or candidate. So don't screw America on behalf of the Chinese by sending crap around. So Dr. Gottlieb is one of my favorite experts on the whole COVID thing. He had some stuff to say on Face the Nation yesterday about what masks work and which masks don't. Mm. That got my attention. Also, Adele was the host of Saturday Night Live, made some comments about her weight loss, which sent social media into a tizzy. Really? Uh, so we got a variety of Social media, you say? Yeah. Social media. In a tizzy? Got all worked up. Twitter goes crazy as blank, 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 blank. As person with four followers says a thing. Yeah, right. good one. Good one, Sean. Yeah. John Smith of Poughkeepsie said she ought to just shut up. What do I care what he says? Um, uh, the guy right next door says he's a squirrel. <laughs> You're not quoting him. Man is squirrel. You don't know. Okay. <laughs> All that stuff on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I know I look really, really different since you last saw me, but actually, because of all the COVID restrictions and the travel bans, I had to travel light and only bring half of me, and this is the half that I chose. And then so I now weigh six stone in a hogshead. <laughs> so that was Adele on Saturday Night Live. Um, if you've lost that much weight, you got to address it, don't you? I, I've run into people. I can, I think of one friend. He might be listening right now because he's a regular listener. But I, I ran into him. I wouldn't have known it was him unless he introduced himself. Oh boy! By his name. Mm. One of those people. Yeah, you got to address it if you lose that much weight. I suppose I am not an international celebrity. 
Well, don't we have think people listening in Mexico? Well, don't you just <laughs> think it's uh, weird? I mean, I don't know. She's I, been skinny for a long time now, hasn't she? A couple I don't months. know. Why, why am I engaging this conversation? I'm just saying people in their real lives. Whatever you say is right. People in their real lives. If you run into somebody and they're half the size they used to be, don't they? shouldn't they say something so we, we don't? It just seems weird to all pretend that we don't. I mean, it's the first thing. It's the only thing on your mind if you so, run into somebody and you haven't seen them in, in a while. Well, and they're it, half the size they used to be. In this hypothetical, and again, I protest being dragged into this. <laughs> In this hypothetical, I would probably say, wow, you've lost a lot of weight. There you go. And they would say, yes, I have. So you do address it. Well, yeah, it probably comes up. Yeah. Why? Huh? Why? Why do you ask? Be weird. Well, because because people were criticizing her mentioning it on Saturday Night Live. Oh. It's fat shaming. It's body shaming. It's something to even mention it. Counterpoint. No, it's not. Those people should <laughs> shut up. And it's a positive thing. And nobody would say the opposite. Boy, have you ballooned up since the last time I saw you. Nobody ever says that, and they shouldn't. You're enormous. Um, oh, that reminds me of uh, one of my favorite texts uh, over the weekend. I think you're I have enormous. See, that's an example of something I would never say. Oh, God. All right, wait a second. Where is it? No, I wouldn't say that either. Never ask somebody if they're pregnant either. No. <laughs> never. No, 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 I think no. I think most of us have made that mistake once. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's terrible. You do make it only once. Tampax tweeted, fact, not all women have periods. Well, that's true. I mean, you might have a, a physical problem. You might be a, a postmenopausal, do something like that. Do you follow Tampax on your Twitter feed? I do. All the major uh, feminine product manufacturers, of course. Yeah. <laughs> also a fact, not all people with periods are women. Let's celebrate the diversity of all, all people right. who bleed. And Ben Shapiro tweeted, fact, all people with periods are women. Wow. Don't you feel good about yourself having uh, said that? God. Um, so this is important. Dr. Scott Gottlieb on Face the Nation yesterday got into a mask discussion. Um, what got the story started, of course, is that we set a record for cases on Thursday in America. Daily record, then broke the record on Friday, and then again on Saturday. I think we've you can't set a, keep us down, Jack. I think we've set USA. A, we've set a record for the last five days, I think. Uh, always with the caveat, we are testing more. How much more? How much does that account for? Right. Enough to cause it to be a record? Or is it actually going up? Could you tell me? You have the numbers. Why don't you tell me? Anyway, um, he said the country, there's no appetite for more shutdowns, uh, for, 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 for like really strict shutdowns. Mm. So it's about mask wearing. And he got into the different masks and how they work. And I thought this was interesting. Well, remember, the masks serve two purposes. One is to protect other people from you. So if you're asymptomatic or pre-symptomatic, if you have a mask on, you're less likely to expel respiratory droplets that can infect other people. The other purpose is to provide you some measure of protection if, in fact, you're around people who are infected. So if you want a mask to afford you some protection from other people, quality matters. A cloth mask may be 10% to 30% protective. A surgical mask, a level two or level three surgical mask, procedure mask, may be about 60% effective. An N95 mask or an equivalent like a KN95 mask, which is a Chinese equivalent, or what we call an FFP2 mask, which is a European equivalent to an N95, that could be 90, 95% protective. So if you want a mask to afford you a level of protection, wear a higher quality mask. Okay, if you so only can get a cloth mask. Thickness matters, and cloth masks with polyester in them and a combination of polyester and cotton do better. Uh, that got my attention. A cloth mask is 10% effective? 10 to 30? 10%? Mm. 10%. Mm. Not so good. No, and I see them all over the place. So it's barely better than nothing. 
why is anybody wearing a cloth mask? Why, why isn't this like the most known thing in America right now? Well, Trump needs to say something about it. Pro or con. Then it'll be in all the news. Or Hunter Biden needs to be seen wearing one as he's serviced by a prostitute. I'm wearing a cloth mask today, even though I saw that yesterday. Now you're a fool. Where is this one ranking the 10 to 30%? And then I go to surgical mask, all of a sudden I jumped up to like 60 or 70% effective? Yep. That's a heck of an increase. Why isn't everybody wearing those? And which ones are considered, I don't know what a surgical mask is. I see a bunch of different things that kind of look like what I see on TV dramas. Well, you talked about level one and level two yeah, or something. I don't, I don't know what that, know what that is. is. But shouldn't we all know that? You would think. If there's a difference of, of 10% effective and 70% effective, well, gov- that's a huge deal. Governor Mussolini of California has defined what a gathering is for us, but they haven't addressed that. God, we should. I would think we would all know, oh, that's a surgical one mask. That's a surgical two. Right. I would think we would all know that. Yeah, you you would at this point. Wow. But no, the, the problem is Trump. He doesn't have a national strategy. Uh, if you know what 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 is considered an actual medical, I've got a bunch of these masks that are kind of blue, so they're the color that they use yes. in hospitals. But I don't know if they have if they actually get used in hospitals or anything. I don't know if they're actual medical masks. No, I don't know. I think they are, but I, if I turned out to be wrong, I would not be shocked. That's what I would like to wear, since they're way more effective than the cloth masks I've been wearing. I've got some great N95ers, but they have the exhalation filter, which means they're not doing you any good. They're just doing me good. Mm. That's the way I like it, mm. actually. <laughs> some authorities are, uh, are 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 less than And they uh, also get favor. a little pricey if you're going to use a you know new one all the time. But. Right, right. I'm not. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Okay, girls, listen, I know a lot of this sounds scary, but hey, at least we'll all still have each other next year, right? Uh, My poor Spencer. No, you won't. Because in June, in June you will do something so terrible your friends will never speak to you again. Oh my God, what do I do? You eat inside a restaurant! He, he just eats in a restaurant and we cut him out of our lives completely? Exactly. Okay, well, I don't know why it's bad, but I'm so sorry I do that, girl. No, I'm so sorry. So, uh, kind of a funny bit on Saturday Night Live about a bunch of people going to a fortune teller in 2019. <laughs> oh, and I get it Explaining what their lives were going to be in 2020, and it was very confusing. Wow. wow. Why would we leave our friend for that? What fun things am I going to do in 2020? I see you traveling nowhere. Doing nothing. What? <laughs> what about concerts, restaurants? You don't eat out once you go to no concerts. What? Wow. What kind of life would that be? Oh, boy. I see you at home crying. Oh, my God. Yeah. Then, you know. Wow. Um. Uh. Trump just said. Oh, boy. At a rally. Here we go. That was kind of funny. Okay. Not really. Uh, here we go. Man in paper Burger King crown goes crazy aboard flight. Stay with us. For the details, it's hard to get details. They don't have the free press in the Burger Kingdom. Uh, Trump said on the polls, you know, when I get them in my favor, I like them. When they come in my favor, I repeat them all the time. I say they're great. When they're not in my favor, I don't discuss that. (laughs) I think it's great when he says out loud what is just obviously true of all politicians, but nobody ever says that out loud. (laughs) But nobody ever says that. I know. I know. When they're great, I talk about all the time. When they're bad, I don't talk about them (laughs) all the time. 
Yes, that is exactly right. Pennsylvania court ruled yesterday that they will not try to check signatures and make sure that they're the right signature. They will not confirm signatures on mail-in ballots. What? And uh, in Texas, the uh, one of your newspapers there, the Dallas um, Morning News, said signature matching is an electoral joke and Texas should remove it. And they did remove it in Pennsylvania. So I think that's kind of an interesting late game change. We've had mail-in balloting forever, right? But we've always verified signatures. Now we're yeah, deciding. Yeah, we talk about it next March? Now we're deciding it's a joke to do uh, right to ver- now to verify signatures with eight days to go. Yeah, wait a minute. Now seems like the wrong time to change the way we've always done it. You can't, on one hand, make the argument we've been doing mail-in balloting since the Civil War. Okay, a certain way. Right now, you're going to change it to a different way. What? That's unbelievable. See, that's naked promoting a vote fraud. God, that's unbelievable. And it's so terrible for the country. It, uh, so you can find a court in America to rule anything you want. You can find some judge appointed by Jimmy Carter, is 88 years old, r- rules that cats are dogs. Okay, it'll get overturned quick enough. That's true. There but have that is shocking. There have been some rulings in Pennsylvania that were overturned days later. So maybe this will be overturned before election day. Certainly hope so. Are they one of the states that's counting already, though? Because if they're counting currently, it's going to make a mess of things. Yes, yes, it will. So Gavin Mussolini, the governor of Cal Unicornia, who believes he has dictatorial powers because he pretty much does, it's a single party banana republic. Uh, he and his uh, health czar person have issued new strict restrictions on uh, g- uh, um, Thanksgiving gatherings. I like the government getting involved in Thanksgiving. Yes. And uh, you getting together with your family at your home. The government should have a heavy role in this. First of all, gather. I'm quoting now. <clears throat> gatherings are defined as social situations that bring together people from different households at the same time in a single place. That's what a gathering is, Jack. Are you with me so far? At the same time in a single place. Yes. So, yes. so so if it's like different weeks and in different places, that's not a gathering. No. <laughs> and if you go to the park on Tuesday and I go Wednesday, same park, that's not a gathering. Hmm. Or if you go to that park and I go to a different park at exactly the same time. That's still, a gathering. No, no. That's not a gathering. No, that's still not a gathering. Okay. If anybody has any questions, email us. Joe can handle it. I can't. I obviously don't have it nailed down. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But wait, there's more. All gatherings must include no more than three households, including hosts and guests. And must be held outdoors, lasting for two hours or less. Cool. They put a time limit on it. No more than three households? Outdoors, two hours or less. How'd they come up with the number of three? Outdoors, more safe. I think it should be two. I think it should be four. What if you have to pee, you're asking yourself? The state says attendees may go inside to use the restroom as long as the restrooms are frequently sanitized. Because everybody knows at this point you're not going to get it off a surface. But that's it. Well, anyway, it doesn't have to make sense. The new rules state that those at a gathering may remove their face coverings briefly to eat or drink. As long as you stay at least six feet away from everyone outside their own household and put their face covering back on as soon as they're done with the activity. 
Face coverings can also be removed to meet urgent medical needs, like to use an asthma inhaler. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, thank you. Because thank if you, you didn't tell me that, I would have just gone ahead and died of asthma before <laughs> or, I removed my or face covering. Or tried to shove it through the mask. Right, exactly. If you hadn't mentioned, you can remove it. For that reason. Because I am a little infant wearing a diaper on my boo-boo. And I need the government to explain every single damn thing I do. He is like a little baby. God, you you people are going along with all this. Seriously, back to Sam Adams. Crouch down and lick the hand that feeds you and may history forget you were my countryman. We're mocking it because they would only be that detailed because they think you need that. Singing, chanting, and shouting are strongly discouraged because they pose a very high risk of COVID-19 transmission. So you can... But no, let's go. Let's see. No hay get, is the point. Get more into singing and chanting. Musicians are allowed at gatherings, but they must be from one of the three households. The playing of any wind instrument is strongly discussed. No clarinet. <laughs> no clarinet. Oh, my uncle. What's rock and roll without a clarinet? He plays the oboe at every Thanksgiving. Oh, when he plays Amazing Grace on that. Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving because of my uncle's oboe playing. I took up the didgeridoo in the pandemic, and now I can't do it. <laughs> now you can't even play it. Man, devastated. <laughs> All right, then you get your seating distance. That's hilarious. Food and drink should be served in disposable containers. I was talking to a purveyor of fine wines the other day about the county rules for wine tasting. They defy all logic. If you're you're tasting, say, five wines, you need a new glass for every wine. Uh, Point of order, Mr. Chairman, I'm the only one touching the the glass. Why Why do I need a new one? It's just me. It doesn't matter. New glass every day and disposable. Got to be disposable. Wait a minute now. They're washing uh, these glasses like in super high temperature water with powerful detergents. Before they were spit shining them, by the way. But a piece of plastic is out of a bag is okay because that factory there. Well, don't ask questions. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. If you're not cynical, you should be. Also this. Well, I don't even know if I want to get into this. I want to, I want, I'd rather do this. Man in a paper Burger King crown went crazy on a JetBlue flight. Michael, you're the expert on this story. Yeah. I'm working the crazy man in the Burger King uh, crown uh, desk, but uh, you're the editor. Do we play the sound first? Or yeah. Ex- yes? Yeah, just, just the crown or the creepy mask? Uh, just the Burger I think King he crown? just had the crown. Just, okay. just what I was told. the crown. Man, He's... that Burger King creepy mask guy thing is just... <laughs> that was just off-putting. Absolutely <laughs> the freakish. The whole ad campaign was he would sneak into the background of your <laughs> right. social gathering? Get right. out of here! Right. Uh, so this the flight... The whole cornering of troops! <laughs> you should know that it's a New York-bound jet blue flight sitting on the ground in Kingston, Jamaica, man. This is my seat! Where's 25A? Why did she just knee me in the stomach? Excuse me, I'm part West African. You I can it. say anytime I want. I want a lawsuit right now. Oh my God. You need to stop. There are children. Please stop. That's not necessary. Wow, what kind of mayhem is happening there? Those of you on the left side of the flight uh, enjoy a fabulous view of a crazy man in the Burger King uh, crown. 
Enjoy the, uh, sit back, relax, uh, enjoy the fight. Meanwhile, Ronald McDonald's sitting peacefully with his earbuds in watching a movie. Right. Causing no disturbance Just whatsoever. Shaking his head at the whole scene. Exactly. All right, so the guy in the Burger King crown, uh, who, who appears to be a white fella. I think he's creating distraps- distraction so the hamburger can run out the back with all the peanuts. Different. No, no, no. He's He's with the other team. Uh, he hurled racist slurs at a fellow passenger after accusing her of taking a seat and kneeing him in the stomach. The man who has long blonde locks and appears to be white is seen raging at flight attendants with his mask below his chin, furiously repeating that he'd been assaulted. In one clip, the woman filming him tells him she need him because you deserve it. Hmm. Eliciting a <laughs> So not denying the kneeing. No, she need him. Uh, eliciting a passionate but ill-conceived defense from her alleged victim. Excuse me, I'm part West African, he screams. I can say enter anytime I want. The irate man continues to scream profanities as the plane of mostly black passengers goes into a frenzy. You gotta read the room a little bit, my man. Kick that enter B off the plane, he yells with a smirk. She wow. need me in the stomach. I don't care what she did. You're being disrespectful. Shut the F up for just two seconds, said a fed up flight attendant. <laughs> The in-flight fiasco then escalates as the man stands up and dumps water on the flight attendant while yelling, I want an effing lawsuit right now, mother effer. Classy guy. I heard and that And again, part. sporting the Burger King crown. <laughs> Which doesn't help your credibility. <laughs> no. Why is nobody taking me seriously? <laughs> no. Hey, Sean, latest from uh, Trump. We need that clip right there. I won't say what it is, but it sounds like a good one. Okay. Video of the aftermath of the man's eruption shows multiple people running up the aisle to attempt to pound on him before being held back by flight crew and fellow flyers. The man continues to yell profanities, including the N-word, as he and other passengers return to their seats. Kingston police later remove the man from the flight in handcuffs, man. Heavy lays the head that wears the crown. (laughs) Including the paper one? I didn't know that counted. JetBlue's <laughs> spokeshole said, "We have zero tolerance for racism or harassment." We know you don't. You, you, oh, you don't assume, need to say. So you're not in favor of this. Oh, okay. You I know, thought, I funny. assumed you were. I had thought JetBlue was okay <laughs> with people screaming racial epithets and beating on each other. Now I learned they're not okay with that. Thank you, Mister Dombrowski, the JetBlue <laughs> spokeshole. In case anybody wondered, JetBlue's anti. Guys in 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 burger crowns dropping n bombs on others. Trump just said something kind of funny as Joe Biden accused him during the debate of uh, waving the white flag in the face of coronavirus. Trump has responded to that, so we've got that coming up. Also, I want to talk a little bit about school lunches and how they factor into schools opening or not, and that whole thing. It, uh, it's annoying. It's socialism being slipped in through the Department of Agriculture, is what it is. Hmm. Anyway, all that on the way. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So this is Donald Trump moments ago responding to, uh, did Joe Biden say in the debate or the other day, whenever, that uh, Trump has waved the white flag in the in the way of... In, it was in the 60 Minutes. Was it in the 60 Minutes? Maybe that was, yeah. I've, I've heard so much from both of these guys. I uh, can't remember where it comes from, and I've heard enough, frankly. Those of you who haven't made up your mind yet are dullards. 
You're not particularly bright. I don't know. I'm just I'm mulling it over. <laughs> still thinking about it. There's the people who go to McDonald's, look at the menu for five minutes before ordering. Oh, boy. I'm trying to see, did anybody offer up any um, even slightly reasonable scenario wherein Trump would, quote unquote, try to hang on to power? Okay, we'll get back to that in a second. But so the other day, Biden said Trump has waved the white flag in the face of the coronavirus. Trump was asked about that before he jumped on a plane for one of his three rallies today, I think. Um, uh, and he said this. No, no, he has. He's waved a white flag on life. He doesn't leave his basement. This guy doesn't leave his basement. Um, he is uh, hes a pathetic candidate. There you go. That. He has waved you the, the white flag on life. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's a heck of a thing to say. Wow. Uh, it's gotten personal. I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, Trump's uh, uh, schedule this week is something. Plans to intensify his already breakneck travel schedule in the final full week of the presidential campaign. Uh, Trump is expected to hit nearly a dozen states in his last-ditch effort to recover ground, including visits on Tuesday to Michigan, Wisconsin, and Nebraska. Three states tomorrow. <laughs> Following day stops in Arizona and Nevada. He will hold 11 rallies in the final 48 hours alone. Wow. 11 rallies in the final 48 hours. Oh, my gosh. That'd be brutal. Even flying, you know, beyond first class, it would be hard. I mean, it's not like, you know, you're waiting to get off the plane. You really need to use the bathroom. Right, exactly. You haven't had a chance to eat anything, but there's a long line there at the wrap thing at the airport. You got a 45-minute connection. You got it 10 minutes late. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't deal with that a lot. But it still would be something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, While Biden, very boldly, as we've talked about, stays in his basement. That's a bold plan. I'd say. That's not a cowardly plan. That is is as gutsy as any plan anybody's ever had. I'm not going to campaign the last week. Right. You can't make me. I'm not going to do anything. Wow. I'll do a couple of local news interviews from my basement. So uh, the uh, question we were talking about earlier, uh, they're, they're still reporting in serious, scary tones the idea that Trump will refuse to leave office. What if he refuses to leave, Joe? And we've been laughing at that that prospect, and a number of our beloved listeners, y'all, have said, well, why are you guys not taking this seriously? And we've tried to explain it just it it's in, it's impossible. He could declare he's not leaving, but they drag him out of the White House. Well, again, you have to I mean, leap over the fact that you'd have to be insane to do that. Well, right, you'd have to be completely need to be locked up and strapped down, insane. Yeah, any dispute would have been settled in the Supreme Court. That would be over, and he would just say, "I'm not leaving." Well, the Secret Service would say, "Oh yeah, you are," and they have guns, and it would be over. And we asked. Can anybody please explain to us a scenario wherein Trump could, quote unquote, hold on to power? It's nothing but a fever dream of MSNBC and NPR. Um, We did get this from Ann, though, and it's a great point. I keep hearing what will happen if Trump won't leave office if he doesn't win. What about Biden not conceding if he loses? Hillary and others are telling Biden not to concede. And I would add, everybody's crowing about the peaceful transfer of power, and Trump doesn't respect it. Well, what about a coup because they didn't like the 2016 result? But he, So Biden could not concede. Conceding doesn't have anything to do with it. Whoever the electoral... <laughs> I'll never say it right. No. Whoever the electoral college declares is the winter at winner... God! Could any of these See, words? What is this electrical winter you keep talking about? Is it like nuclear winter? Is it <laughs> oh the summer of love? I don't. 
What is it? <laughs> Let your words straight, Jack. <laughs> why, don't, why don't I just put on a Burger King crown? <laughs> I start dropping N-bombs on Jamaicans. It is an odd choice of a living you've, you've made here. But... <laughs> if none of the words are correct, you really can't follow me. Ah, the electrical winter of 2020. I'll never forget it. Any court challenges will be decided. Then the Electoral College yes. will declare who the winner was. Yes. That person becomes president at noon on January 20th, whether someone is conceded or not. Yes. I don't concede. Fine, don't. Don't. Concede, don't concede. Stand on your head and poop water nickels. Do whatever you want. Throw on the VK but crown this and is, declare yourself the king of burgers. But we decide who's president. You don't get to. I think. Right. I think the problem is... And we've talked about this a lot. People have invested so much power and belief in one man. That's not the way our system is set up. Or a woman, potentially. (laughs) That's not the way our system is set up. That's not the way it's supposed to be. Right. The person who's president doesn't get to decide. The (laughs) challenger doesn't get to decide. They don't have a role in it whatsoever other than campaigning. Nobody even wants to know their opinion. (laughs) No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's hilarious, the idea that the Secret Service just standing, well, I guess we got to let him stay. He says he won't accept the result. I don't know what to do. Do you know? What do you check the manual? I don't know what to do. The electrical winter. And then the president just starts uh, issuing executive orders, declares war on Belgium, and, and God knows what else. Trump wins, but Biden won't concede. Well, I guess we have two presidents then. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what else we'll Build we do. another White House. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.